What you are about to hear is a fun and educational show about financial issues. Join Dan Wendell and his co-host, Tony, as they explore topics related to retirement planning. No matter how close you are to retirement, it's time to listen to another episode of Dolphin Financial Radio. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another Dolphin Financial Radio show with me, Dan Wendell. Today, we're going to be talking about Roth conversions. And in particular, does it make sense to do a Roth conversion in a down market? Right now, we are, we, we are in a bear market, the stock market in the middle of 2020 and the beginning of 2022, I should say, has been down. And so the conversations begin. Should I be doing a Roth conversion right now because the market is down? It's a good question. It's a common question. And the answer is probably not. Oh, I, I'll take that back. I'm going to bring in Tony Shore. Tony, there you are. You yeah. know what my answer is going to be. Um, <laughs> but, yep. but, but I'm going to say, um, have you heard chatter about doing Roth conversions in this downward market? Has this I'm been of interest to you? Um, well, I don't know about to me personally for my personal <laughs> situation, but as you know, I talked to a lot of different advisors across the country and it's funny. I laughed when I, uh, you told me what the topic would be because yesterday I talked to uh, a financial guy, um, does similar work that you do, but uh, they uh, have been talking about and put out uh, some papers and, and flyers and have been talking, put out a video on their site talking about how now is the perfect time to do a Roth conversion. That's their take. And they said, now is the time because you're converting over, you're still in the market. So it's not like you're uh, getting out of the market and have to get back in, you're just converting to a Roth and you pay taxes now when it's low. And then you'll catch the growth on the upside in that Roth and won't have to pay taxes on that money. Okay. That's their take. That's their take. And I don't know if that's your take. I'm just saying I've heard that from a couple of different advisors. So I'm interested to hear your take. Now, other advisors don't ever talk about Roths and some of them, that's all they talk about because Ed Slot is the, is like yeah. the Roth guru. And so yeah. I hear that name a lot. I read it a lot in the financial, you know, news and online. So I'm really interested, Dan, to hear your answers to these questions because uh, you usually have a better take uh, and uh, or a good take because you do the math. And I think some of these guys just repeat what they hear somewhere else. Well, you're right. I usually do have a different take than the common, you know, the, the, the common guidance, which is, mm -hmm. you know, now's the time to do it. I'll start by saying, Tony, market conditions should not be the primary driver of a Roth conversion. I, you I saw know, that one coming. It, it, People talk about a Roth conversion during the down market because they're looking for something here. Give right. me a straw, give <laughs> right. me a life preserver, something, because I don't want to just think about how negative the market is right now. I need something positive. So, right. oh, let's do a Roth. And that's the wrong way of looking at it. A Roth conversion, which may be a perfect time for it. It may be. Sure. Again, the answer is it depends. But it's always 
going to be a tax conversation. Yes. So Roth conversions are fundamentally a tax issue. If you feel your tax rate will be higher in the future, then you conversion is probably a good idea, irrespective of what the market is doing. Now, we've we've done shows on this, so we'll we'll get into it. But when I say it's a tax question, it comes down to your tax bracket. So you have to look at these tax brackets. And when I say tax bracket, it's, you know, if you make so much, you pay 12% tax. If you make above that, you pay 22%. And then you get a, a new tax bracket at 24% and so on. So what you want to do is look at these tax brackets. And if you're going to be in a lower tax bracket now than in the future, this is when a Roth might make sense. But what I find interesting is that a lot of people say a Roth conversion is for the rich. Um, now, you, you used to be able to not convert. You couldn't convert your Roth if you made above a certain income. So, Right. That's, what, that's what I thought. You couldn't go into a Roth if you were rich. You couldn't, right. utilize so you couldn't go in if you were rich. And then you couldn't take your IRA and convert it into a Roth if you made above a certain amount of income. But they limited right. that rule. They so now did? anyone can convert at any point. Oh, wow. So when did that happen? I missed uh, 20, uh, recently. 2015. I can't really? remember when it happened. Really? Wow. But yeah. So, so there's no, there's no, you, there's an income limit to contributing to a Roth, but there's no income limit to converting a Roth. Mm, interesting. Right? And also, so, so what people said is this is a, a benefit for the rich because now they can convert, but keep in mind, they have to pay taxes. So what I find is, Oh, this idea is, Oh, it's, this is only helpful to the rich. I find that high income earners, Roth conversions don't make sense hmm. because they're at a high tax bracket. You have to convert when your taxes are low. That's the whole point of it. So in general, before we get into, if it makes sense, because the market's down, I find that people that are working right now at a high income, which is a lot of my clients that are new, so the age 50s, people in the 50s are at their peak income. Yep. Converting now doesn't make much sense right. for them because they're, they're probably at the 22, 24, maybe 30 something tax bracket. Yeah. So why convert now? So right. what you'll see is a lot of times, if you do the math, conversion doesn't make sense while you're working. As soon as you retire, your income goes away. That's a good time to convert because you could control your income and how what your tax bracket's going to drop. Mm -hmm. And then later on, as you are increasing your income due to the required minimum distributions and such, then you don't convert because... A, you have more income and you're at a higher tax bracket, or B, you don't have the time that it takes to recoup the tax loss. Yep. But can I ask you, I want to interject something, go back to what you said about the wealthy, because they're in a higher tax bracket, uh, it doesn't make sense for them uh, to do the Roth conversion. And now you use the word conversion. 
what if uh, isn't there a scenario where a lot of wealthy people have money all over, not just in IRAs, right? So uh, let's say I'm very wealthy. Let's say I'm not a radio show co-host and that I'm actually wealthy. Uh, let's just pretend. And so, <laughs> so, uh, so uh, I've got money. I've got a hundred thousand dollars in something where it's already been taxed. It's mine. Uh, it's not in a tax deferred account. Can I just open a Roth or put it into a Roth from that point and not have to pay taxes then on that money? I mean, I've already paid taxes. It's sitting in a, say, a bank account or a CD or something. Right. So to contribute to a Roth mm -hmm. or an IRA, regular IRA, you need earned income. So if you don't have earned income, you can't do it. But if you have income, you yeah. can contribute to a Roth or a traditional IRA. The problem is if you make too much, too much, if you look at the tax bracket, depending on married or not, if you make above a certain amount of income, then you're not allowed to contribute to a Roth. Oh, okay. Without, you can do a conversion, but you, you can't can do, do this. Okay. Okay. That's, that's the clarification I needed. And maybe some of our, I wanted to ask that because I think some of our listeners might need it might have needed that clarified as well. We're talking right. about Roth conversions, which are the most common form of contributing to a Roth, I would assume. Um, yeah, because you could contribute 6,000, 7,000 if you're over 50 um, each year. And that's not a lot. That's no. not a lot. No. People can contribute to a Roth 401k and more and more companies are allowing Roth 401 yes. and you can go yeah. up $27,000 into a Roth 401k wow. depending yeah. on your income. So that's there's good. a way to add yeah. more to it. But keep in mind, you're paying taxes now. So again, it's always a tax question. Should it I is. contribute to a Roth 401k or a traditional 401k? Well, what's your tax rate? What what? And that's the conversation. But I have a Roth IRA. <laughs> yeah. See, and if you <laughs> if you don't have a Roth IRA and you have a traditional IRA, you can open a Roth IRA and do a conversion regardless of your income. Mom, that's for my Roth IRA. Budget solution number twenty eight. <laughs> if you're going to open a Roth, do it when you're 15. Like my young, my oldest son is, he's working, washing dishes. I said, if you put some money into a Roth, I will match it. And so we're doing that. Think of him, you know, he's not going to be able to touch it for what, 40, 45 years without penalty. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, He's got some compounding growth there. Okay. So here's the thing. And tax free. It, exactly. It comes down to the tax rate. If your tax rate is going to be the same now as it is in the future, then it doesn't matter. A conversion yeah. doesn't matter. And I want to show you why. We'll use an example of 100,000. Say you have 100,000. A lot of words on this one. Holy Sorry shit. to the uh, listeners try and follow along, but the viewers, you can read this. So if you have a hundred thousand and the market's down 20%, we're using simple numbers now. So 2022, the market's down 20%. We're in a bear market. Your account is no longer a hundred. It's at 80. So everyone's saying now's the time to convert, right? Because you're down and you convert. So let's say you convert the whole thing and you're at the 15% tax bracket. Tax bracket doesn't matter as long as we're assuming it's the same now as it is going to be in the future, here's what happens. You convert the whole 80. So you take it out of the IRA and you put it in a Roth. The government says you have an $80,000 distribution. You owe 15% taxes on that. 
So now you take the taxes out and you put the remainder in the Roth and you have 68,000 in the Roth, right? Because you paid the taxes. Yep. Now that 68,000 is already been taxed. And if that turns into 68 million, it's tax free. So that's the beauty of the 68. Now it's no longer going to be taxed in the future, no matter what the tax rate is. Okay. Now let's imagine the stock market rebounds and you grow this account by 50%. Yep. This is what happened in March of 2020, right? Yep. We, we dropped 35% and then shot up a hundred. Yeah. So that's 68,000 in the Roth be now becomes 102,000 because it grew by 50%. Awesome. Right. 102,000 tax free. You don't have to pay any taxes on it. What happened if you just left it in the IRA? The 80,000 stayed in the IRA. No taxes come out because you didn't touch it. That grows by 50%. So that's worth 120,000. Wow, 120 is a lot better than 102. I should have stayed in the traditional. No, because all of the traditional is taxable. If you take out your 15% on taxes on the 120, Surprise, surprise, you're at 102, which is exactly what the Roth is. So this is to show you if the tax rate's not changing, convert, don't convert, doesn't matter from a practical perspective. But then the point, the counterpoint would be taxes are going to definitely go up. They have to. That's what people say. If tax rates are going to go up, then you're Right back to rule number one. If you think taxes are going to be higher in the future than they are today, a conversion normally makes sense, mm -hmm. right? Because you're paying the taxes now right. versus in the future. Why not pay them at a lower tax rate? If your tax rate is going to go down, which for many people it does. And this is where conversions aren't really great for a lot of people is why would you convert now if you're going to, quit working and your income is going to go away. You make 150,000 a year. Why would you convert an IRA now when you're going to retire in five years and you're going to have zero income and you just pull from an IRA and maybe you pull only 80,000 from the IRA, your tax bracket will be lower than it is now. So why not just wait to pay the taxes later? Uh, good point. That's a good point that nobody ever brings up right there. Right. I think that's the crux of the situation. It's not really interesting to tell someone just don't do a conversion because then you don't. Yeah. So I often find a lot of people shouldn't do a conversion and they get all upset by it because they feel like they're missing out on something, mm -hmm. but it's just a tax question. Now we're here to talk about, should you convert in a down market? And it makes sense to convert in the down market for two reasons, timing and where the money's coming from to pay the taxes. So if you're going to convert anyway, so let's just say, again, I can't stress this enough. It's a tax decision. The decision to whether or not to convert is not going to be based on what the market's doing. The decision to convert is going to be based on what your tax rate is now and in the future. Let's say you've done the math and it makes sense to do a conversion. If you're going to convert anyway, it's best to convert when the market's down. Ah, okay. Because you're converting when the market's down. And if you're going to maintain the same aggressive portfolio or balanced portfolio, whatever your portfolio is, if you're going to get the same growth, why not get the growth on the Roth versus the IRA? Because the future 
if you're going to grow it, you might as well grow it and then pay no tax on that growth. This assumes future growth, right? You don't want to convert and then it keeps going down. Right. That's that because that happens. Yeah. So the key is you got to pick the bottom. Yeah. And then you're, then you're getting into the whole timing, the market issue, which we've talked about on past shows. Yeah. Right. But if you're going to convert anyway, it's best to convert when it's going down. Right. Yeah. So when's it going to go down? No one knows. Right. Those that do, they, they don't know. So what do we do? We do the Shawshank Roth conversion, Tony. Shawshank. We talked about this in yep. the past show. I'll put it up here. We did a whole show on the Shawshank Roth conversion. For the people that haven't seen the movie Shawshank Redemption, that I don't think anyone has. I think everyone's seen it, right? Oh, so yeah. I'm yeah. Spoil I, it would hope so. thing, I hope so. Right? If you haven't, go watch it. I yeah. won't spoil it too much when I say that part of it, it's a prison movie. Part of it is getting rocks out of the prison into the prison yard without drawing any suspicion. So you take some of the rocks and you put them in your pocket. And as you're walking around talking to people, you drop a little bit at a time. So the concept is you convert over multiple years because the tax rate, you only pay tax once a year, right? So if you convert a little bit at a time, you spread the tax burden over multiple years. That's the whole when to convert. You convert a little bit at a time or you don't convert any. And then when you retire and you have no income, then you convert a lot. Right. But again, it's, you convert you over time. The same concept, Tony is inter year. Like during the year you could do a Shawshank. So you convert a little bit in January right off the bat and you say, all right, but again, why are we converting? Cause we determined the tax rates make sense. If I'm going to convert $50,000 this year, of my IRA to a Roth, let me convert 25,000 in January, see what happens, and then convert more in November. Couple of reasons why. Kind of like dollar cost averaging your way back yes. into the market. Yes, because you, you're not trying to time the market. If you think about it, people saying do it now, well, if you do it now and then we go down another 20%, you're gonna kick yourself and say, why didn't I wait? Right. If it goes up, you'll say, I'm glad I did it then. Right. But who knows? So you do a little bit, you do a little bit and you eliminate that guesswork and just say, I'm going to convert. You could do a little bit every month if you really wanted to. Yeah. So the idea is if you convert some now and then again, later in the year, what happens if your tax situation changes throughout the year? Maybe you get a bonus and it's like, oh no. Mm-hmm. I just got a bonus, right? Oh, woe is me, right? Mm-hmm. First world problems. I got a bonus and now my yeah. income is a lot higher than I projected. So I now I'm in a higher tax bracket. I don't want to convert the Roth. Well, if you already converted, you got to, you know, then it's like, darn it. But if you didn't convert, you convert a little, then you say, oh, I'm going to hold off. Conversely, if you convert some now and then the market goes down or you lose a job, you could say, oh, I can convert some more and some more. Right. So it allows for the flexibility. It's dollar cost averaging or it's Roth Shawshank cost Shawshank averaging. Right. It's like you're not trying to time the market. You're not trying to pick the bottom. But by being flexible with your your Roth conversions in the same year, you can capitalize when the market goes down. So to answer the original question, is now a good time to convert? Yeah. If you're going to convert anyway. Why not 
convert when the market's going down because you're converting the same asset you were going to do, the same dollar amount you were going to do because that's not changing, but you're going to get more shares or more physical, you're going to get more opportunity for growth on a bigger percentage of your retirement being in a Roth versus a traditional. Now, make sense so far? Yep. yep. Biggest thing about a Roth conversion. Don't try and time it. If you're going to try and time it, just spread it out because you'll, you'll beat yourself up. No one, no one knows because what happens undoubtedly is I'm going to convert now and market's down 20. It's going to go down 30 and you're going to be like, uh, and then you're going to say, no, I'm not going to convert because the market's going to go down to 30 and then it goes up and you're like, oh, so you, you always, you eliminate right. that by yeah. just spreading it out. Don't overthink it. Yep. Or you could say, I'm really going to overthink it and do it once a month. And that's just a pain. But again, I have clients that do it. When you pay taxes on a Roth conversion, in the example that I said in the beginning, we said we converted 80,000. We yep. paid taxes from the conversion and now you have 68. You don't have to do it that way. If we can want to convert 80,000, we can leave 80,000 in the Roth and pay the taxes from other sources. Mm -hmm. This is where it gets interesting. Yeah. That's, Maybe this is where I pick up the phone and call Dan and say, Dan, I need you to float me some money to pay these taxes. <laughs> there you go. Maybe we sell those. I have a Roth IRA. <laughs> the, the donut shop or the pizza buffet shares you bought. Let's help right. those losers take the tax write off and use that money to pay the tax on the Roth conversion. So here's the thought. If you use other money to pay the Roth taxes, you have more going into the Roth at that lower amount. So right now, if we would convert, we're down 20%. You put 80 in, you take 12,000 from outside sources, pay, you know, maybe it's in a checking account, savings account, maybe it's in a CD getting 1%. You then have 80,000 for the growth of 50. So now you're, you're at the same amount. You're at 120 in the traditional versus 120 in the Roth, except the Roth is tax-free. So you have a higher percentage. So when you convert, if it makes sense, convert and pay the taxes from outside if you can. Yep. And this is where the timing really matters because if the taxes are going to stay the same, we said, doesn't matter if you convert or not, but if the taxes are staying the same and you're picking the bottom, then it does matter because you have a higher percentage. So that's where people suggest that converting now is a good thing because they're thinking they're picking the bottom and right. they're using outside money yeah. to pay the taxes. Right. Mom, that's for my Roth IRA. <laughs> if given a choice between having a Roth and a traditional, I'll take the Roth any day of the week. Sure. Yeah. Um, obviously. Now, if the market's going down and you're getting out of the market and you're not going to reinvest in the market, then a Roth conversion may not make sense either. The whole point of the Roth is that you're going to stay for the return growth. Yes. Yeah. That's right? the key. That's, that's part. The key is taxes, but that's also key timing. And it depends on all of this. Like when you said you'd take the Roth every time, but again, not only do you have to look at taxes, Dan, you have to look at your time horizon as well. Right. 
That's I mean, right. You look at your time horizon. If I need the money two years, can I, is it makes, I mean, am I going to gain that much by converting now uh, and then taking that money, <laughs> pulling money out in two right. years? It depends, right? It depends if your tax rate is going to be lower in the future. Yeah. If it's not, then what are you spinning your wheels for? Now, your time horizon, as you get older, you're like, well, I'm never going to recoup this, right? The tax, you know. Right. Um, and but another benefit to converting is you don't have to take required minimum distributions from a Roth. Ah. So you're reducing your future required minimum distribution from your IRA because you're taking money out of the IRA. And when they do the calculation, they do it on the traditional, not the Roth. So in the future, you might be forced to take more than you want because the government says so. If you reduce it and put it in a Roth, then your future required minimum is going to go down, which could help with taxes at that point. Another reason why a Roth early on might be good is if you're retiring at 60 and you have five years before Medicare kicks in, it would be better to take from a Roth account during that time frame so that your income is lower. So you get a higher medical subsidy from the government. There's a lot of things that go into wow. this. Again, wow. It's all about taxes and subsidies. Yeah. Yeah. It's not about timing the market. It's nice, but if you could time the market, you, it's probably Roth is probably at least a year. You, you're just doing great. Right. 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 So Roth conversions are a tax-based decision. Bear markets do present an opportunity, especially if you could pick the bottom, right? Yeah, right. And if you could use outside funds to pay for it, that's the way to go. But um, one final thought is your time horizon, right? If you're going to leave money to your children or grandchildren, they will thank you. If you leave a Roth versus traditional, they should thank you anyway, right? But I'd rather inherit a Roth IRA than a traditional IRA for the purposes of taxes. And if you're traditionally 30 years older than your child or 25 years older than your child, when you pass away at the average age of 85, say your kids will be at their prime working years, kids, your adult children. Yes. And they're not going to want a big chunk coming in because they're going to be at a higher tax rate. So better to give them a Roth. So the time horizon can extend beyond you if you're planning to leave it. So, a lot of different factors come into play. I know. And I thought this would be a quick and easy show. <laughs> I had a lot of questions. I think this is a great topic. And I think this is something that people need to dig into a little bit more. Uh, obviously, don't do anything without working with a trusted financial services professional. Somebody like One yourself. that understands taxes. Yes. I happen is- to know a guy. I'm not going to name names, Dan Wendell, but uh, I know a guy. Exactly. It's... You know, all this chatter about a Roth conversion is designed to get conversations going and make you think, oh, who's, and then you talk to someone about the Roth, they say, just do it. Is it in your best interest? That's the main question. It's a tax question first, bear market aside, but you could, it could work out. So that's it, Tony. I hope, uh, you know. I hope it was useful. There's a lot of factors that go into it. I don't know the right answer for anybody. It depends. And unfortunately, that doesn't excite people. But what (laughs) it might do is make you think a little twice before doing it. Or make you you pick up the phone and give you a call and set up that complimentary consultation. Mm -hmm. I know you're more than happy to meet with folks and talk to them about this and look at their personal situation and set them up with a written plan and strategy for not only Roth IRAs, but retirement. Yeah. And 
by nature, it's a tax decision, but it's a future tax decision. So you have to make projections. You have yep. to do some planning, which I love. So if you have questions about this, put it in the, in the comments section. I try and answer them or give me a call. Tony, great show as always. Thanks for your time. And uh, we'll talk Roth conversions on your account because the market is down. Are you, maybe, you know what? You pick the bottom, Tony. We'll talk about it. We'll, that'll be offline. So yeah. We'll share the bottom with That's anyone. That's an else. offline conversation. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Tony. Enjoy the rest of the day, everybody. We'll see you next week. The topics on this show are wide ranging, yet relevant to people approaching or living in retirement like me. If there is a topic you want to hear on the show, head to dolphinfinancialgroup.com and contact Dan to request your topic or to share your opinion. Dan Mundo or Dolphin Financial Group are not affiliated or endorsed by Social Security or any government agency. Everything discussed on today's show was for informational purpose only. Since everyone's situation is different, some things may not apply to you. The materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources. We cannot be 100% certain that they are accurate. You should really talk to my dad or someone from Dolphin Financial Group before trying to implement these ideas or strategies.